0: I don't think this is a good idea. I think we should just stop doing this.
1: This is a good idea. What's a what's what's a good idea? What's what are you guys talking about?
0: Talking about democracy.
1: Oh yeah, that's democracy sucks, dude. (laughs) Democracy was a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) On the record, on the record, is saying that.
0: Talking about agriculture which uh, is an even nice. bigger mistake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Agri Dolce is great, man. Dolce I, I do love Agri
2: That's true. Um, is that the thing at Starbucks?
1: <laughs> yeah, it seems like a Starbucks drink. It's when you actually get a vegetable drink at Starbucks. <laughs> it's when you get a fucking <laughs> Starbucks artisanal V8.
0: Uh, it's just a pumpkin yeah. spice latte. People don't realize that's actually just made out of pumpkins. Uh, and uh, and uh, they fucking just stir a bunch of pumpkins together and then fucking put some, uh-huh. Uh-huh. some... it's a
1: it's uh-huh. a really simple a really simple <laughs> recipe of pumpkins spice and latte yeah yeah it just it right throw, in, You put it all right three in, in, in there. there
0: yeah people don't people don't realize that that's really what they're doing over there at a Starbucks which if you actually rearrange the letters in Starbucks it it spells out uh, agriculture bucks because um, nice. agriculture makes money. Um, that's a vibe.
1: I'll think about that when I'm when I am uh, tweeting about an agrarian revolution from a Starbucks later, which is inevitably something I'm going to do to own the libs.
2: Nice. It's very dumb. Uh... Uh,
1: yes. How are we doing, Kings?
2: Uh, oh, good man. It's good to be back.
1: Uh, great to have you I'm back. Really, uh, great to see you.
2: Hey, welcome yeah, back, J.I. Thank you, thank you, Kings. Thank you. Is your I, I
0: am back. Phone in your pocket right now. I'm not. I'm very confused. Yeah. What's going on here?
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm walking around right now. My phone bo- in my pocket, walking around a lot right now. I love it.
1: You got it. Yeah. Committed to the cause, doing whatever you need to do to get it done. Appreciate be, it, yeah, man. Uh,
0: this will be a real uh, the misophone unfriendly episode um which is which or miso, miso what's the right word for that Mi, mis, miso is is right yeah. yeah but we i say Tell misophone because i like miso soup you're yeah. so hungry what,
1: yeah.
0: miso what's a misophone?
1: <laughs> it's somebody who who gets uh gets like irrationally mad at certain sounds uh typically subtle ones but the the uh, the sound like in my pants actually the sounds in your pants actually aren't that bad it sounds like jazz. Yeah. Jazz bass.
0: Nice. It sounds like a, uh, yeah, it sounds like some weird ASMR stuff, um, which of course stands for agrarian Starbucks. Uh, uh,
1: Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, nice. Um, somebody, uh, a, a music YouTuber, Finn McKenty, who I uh, check out quite a bit. <laughs> I uh, referred to Billie Eilish as ASMR core the other day. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yep, that's exactly what her music is." It's pretty good, uh, yeah. But, but no. Um, for the for the listeners, we haven't had any gaps uh, in our production because we're good like that. But Ji has been on uh, important shit hiatus for about a month, uh, and so that's it's right, great That's right, have, It's it's great to have all the Z Lab Zaddies back in one in one place. Um, right. Doing the doing the fricking doing the frickin pod in the new uh, the new era of tornado shanks. Yeah, the Ron Zook was, era of C-Lab. Yeah, the uh, the shack on the Miami Heat. Uh, no, the oh, shack yeah. on the yeah, or the shack on the Orlando Magic, or the
0: just Manning. <laughs> can call it the Ron Zook era of CeeLab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's a fact. That was a real bad era for Illinois football, to be honest.
2: This this podcast is proudly pro Illinois football. If you don't like it, you can go to another Illinois football. Thank you.
0: Agreed. And thank you for thank saying you. that. I thank appreciate you. that.
2: Thank you. Thank you. That, you. that concludes this episode. Thank, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and goodbye. Thank you.
0: thank you. Thank you. I think I might just um, uh to contribute to the misophonia of this episode. I'll probably just make another fucking coffee with, with my sound on while we're talking. So uh we should so sounds, just sounds just good. a little fuck you in advance. Um this is what I'm trying to say. Thank you.
1: Um, good thank you. Big big orange kafifi man is not in the White House anymore, but he is on
2: this podcast. Hell yeah. Um, if you don't like the big orange kafi man, then fuck you. Oh, that guy is a piece of shit. That is, you. That is not the uh, that is not the editorial stance of this <clears> podcast, <throat> but it should be. No, but
1: if we do we do like the the Eminem diss track uh, that rapper Eminem made about about Trump, where he goes, and he's orange. Uh, that that one was good. Um, oh, Eminem is so chuggy. R- rapper Eminem, very chuggy. That is yeah. You're um, right. He is
0: fairly chuggy. He's very
1: chuggy. Um, you know you know who is decidedly unchuggy is uh, rapper Fred Durst, though, I because know. of his latest, his latest uh, incredible PR Tomahawk dunk that he did. He just came out and proved that 20 years later, he's still the, the biggest fucking media manipulator genius uh, in, that our country's ever seen, so shout out to him for that.
2: Um, yeah, but he's not a, a POC like Trump is. Trump is orange, and uh, oh, Trump fuck. is also... <laughs> And Tr- Trump is also uh, queer coded because he got banned off of Twitter. So <laughs> and that's uh, why you don't like him.
1: That's the the tweets about about very <laughs> <the> tweets about <laughs> people <laughs> being POC and queer coded. It's my fucking favorite thing this week. Uh, uh, it's Matt, so good. W- so good. Um, what Matt Matt Damon is POC because he's <laughs> Irish, and, Irish and <laughs> right. queer coded because he uses the f word. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, insane I love it um. <laughs> Welcome everybody to another episode. Glorious, glorious SeaLab Lab Pod. Check under the sea Uh, I'm your host, Jim. I'm JI.
0: You can call me Honeycomb.
1: A honeycomb favorite. C- Man, I need to get some honeycomb cereal. Uh, yeah, I'm cereal now. yeah, no shit. <sighs> T- today maybe I'm fucking gonna go buy some after this. Shit.
0: Um, today, I cool if they were in the shape of like combs like hair combs and you just fucking snacked on really long fucking <laughs> pieces
1: uh, it, w- it would be it would actually be better if it were um, in the shape of sean puffy combs uh, which that that actually takes us into our first sponsor today it's sean puffy Combs cereal the same great honey honey bursting taste of of honeycomb cereal but in the shape of rapper rapper puff Daddy. Thank you thank you thank you so, thank all right you. I, do you have more of <laughs> in the intro to go through yeah uh, yes I, I i in fact do we just had to do a sponsor plug first because we're a money-driven pod um That's we're, right. we're a rising we're a rising grind pod uh today we're talking about season three episode eight ashd tv uh aired june 20th 2004 really blasting through these 2000s here um a uh, a delivering mishap I'm gonna fucking English as that, uh, and some dishonesty on Sparks's part. Uh, Pocket C-Lab, a brand new asteroid smasher slash high-definition television. Unfortunately, the ASHD TV was supposed to go to Space Lab so they could destroy an asteroid hurtling towards the Earth. Uh, Sparks, Marco, Debbie, Stormy, and Captain Shanks, still feels weird to say that, uh, Watch parodies of Will and Grace, Dr. Phil, Survivor and Adult Swim itself, uh, as well as Eggers appearing in a show dressed like Tom Anderson from Bevis and Butthead, uh, and a crudely drawn brack, which is enough to make any any reasonable adult have a have an aneurysm laughing. Um, let's get
2: into it, guys. What did we think? I loved how uh, this episode it sent me back to when HGTVs were like, a thing, and not a lot of people had them. Many, many people do not have these TVs, but now they do have these TVs.
1: Thank you. Um, it's it's really funny because this the HD TV in this episode looked exactly like the HD HD. I keep trying to say HG TV. <laughs> <laughs> I had an HDTV in my Airbnb in New York a few weeks ago that looked exactly like the TV in this episode and it had the oldest Roku with the oldest version of Netflix and it was fucking hilarious. Uh, it's it's absolutely amazing how much like how far television technology has has come in the last couple decades. Um, but for yeah, sure. I remember the H, I remember the HDTV uh, phase for sure. Me too. My
0: HDTV funny. always sounded like uh,
1: I, I, uh, Mr. Mr. Sean Puffy, we're going to need to we're going to need to get all that again because your mic went into defense mode after you ground your coffee.
0: I wasn't actually really saying anything. I was just screaming.
1: (laughs) (laughs) "Ah, I'm making this coffee now. What Are you calling about the bugs? Um, but yeah, no, uh, that's yeah. I I really I'm not gonna lie. I don't I don't want to reveal what my what my opinions on this episode are yet in full, but they're they're good.
2: <laughs> um, I I really
1: yeah. Uh, I, I go
2: for it. No, I thought it. I don't know. I thought it worked most of the time, but I think it's like a good episode because it's it shows how taking Murphy out and relying on the same structure just doesn't doesn't quite work. And if for a lot of the reasons why I like late episodes of uh The Office aren't very good either. Um and you can find all kinds of YouTube stuff about that. But it's like what really stands out to me is at the end they make Quinn act way out of character about like when they cut to him saying penis. Uh, it's like oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. Agreed, like, agreed. I hated
2: that. It's like, yeah, I mean I I, I loved it for its lack of subtlety because it's usually like, you know, innuendo. He's just like, <laughs> it cuts from Debbie watching herself on TV doing something on, a, on HGTV doing something not very good uh, to uh, the sense ending on the word penis. And then Keste Quinn ending in just like this awful penis and vagina joke for two minutes, really drawn out. And it has its own kind of humor. But the problem is, is like the more time you put characters out of character like that, the more it just feels forced and it's like you can't, you can't find more things funny or you can't kind of have like the, the quality of writing from before, uh, which I think is like a higher level of comedy is when it's more situational based on sort of the characters in a consistent fashion. But there's other stuff that's really great about the episode, but the end of it was like a harbinger of things to come, I think.
0: I think for me, the funniest bits were uh, just kind of the 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 setup allowing the kind of like randomness of the different um tv channels and like parodies and the fucking grizzlebee commercials were really fucking good for some reason oh my god especially because they were coming in in and like the most crucial scenes and like whatever the fucking gray's
1: anatomy shit was that was happening <laughs> yes. like um because this was like peak this was like peak gray's anatomy um and so i think it was really smart of them that they're riffing on that because it's something that like people probably don't understand now um and you know a lot of people are in college now who were who were toddlers when this shit came out uh if you want to feel old but like there was a time there was a solid four or five years in the 2000s where everybody was watching fucking Grey's Anatomy all the time it was straight up monoculture um I think that like prior to Game of Thrones it was probably the biggest um universal tv zeitgeist there was in recent history
0: I think that's probably true. Yeah. Um it was, I mean, at least for like a certain like subset. Um what is she doing, (laughs) JI? Uh yeah, because like I I I feel like there I feel like there was still some like golden era TV stuff happening at this point where like cause you still had Sopranos and and the wire and I feel like Mad Men might have been starting around this time. Maybe that was two thousand seven. Um, I think Mad Men started in 05, if memory serves. But
1: can definitely. I'm just gonna go to Wikipedia.com
2: and check that. You out. know what I? You know what definitely I thought got referenced for sure was the uh, like two or three uh, faux GI Joe PSA commercials in this episode. <laughs> Maybe think of the. Uh, fake G.I. Joe PSA uh, overdubs from like the pre-YouTube internet and I that just sent me. The Fensler films the, yeah. Fensler films. the
0: uh, Fensler films. I wonder oh, if Eric Fensler was actually a writer for C-Lab ever at any point. Because he wrote for Tim and Eric. Um, oh,
1: word. Mad Men started July 19, 2007 nice that's what i thought nice. yeah yeah you're, you're I, uh, the
2: is right there i i also enjoy the like self-parody of like adult swim where it's like right one of the characters is like finally animated content for my demographic and it's <laughs> like and it's like an adult swim and it's just like people in adult situations are doing like their taxes or something and they're like <laughs> looking at their personal finances and the fr- frack shows up just just like an idiot that's <laughs> just yeah, ridiculous very,
0: very good good joke the the picasso
1: yeah. Bra- the picasso brack fucking just killed me man it was uh it's already like that's already so much the role that he played in space ghost like only coming in in the most absurd fucking situations um, and we all know this um, yeah Brack's show
2: yeah. i don't know yeah man mm-hmm. um <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the other the other thing that i that really set me what and this was crazy that they said this in this episode was like the grace and will uh which is a, obviously a parody of will and grace <laughs> and one of the characters yes. is like yeah well uh we got i gotta look up my notes what was this guy's name um yeah gay man lance is like yeah this is gonna be very cringe in 20 years in the future when uh you can't you're not allowed to laugh at stuff like this and i was like oh boy right now
1: (laughs) you you hit it he he hit it uh i like how gay guy lance is like very conspicuously way differently drawn than anybody anybody else like the it's just very stark i thought that was that was nice um The, the beginning fucking sparks it's just like everything with this episode feels really heavy handed The beginning sparks is like I wish something would happen that would make today really different it's a, a pretty good device um, I love how the beard beard guy shows up as the UPS guy um, oh, yeah. I also love how like there's just this implied ridiculous fucking incompetence border hanging on malfeasance of government um, that Includes like a guy just having to put put a simple signature down for a high powered device that is supposed to save the world. Um, it's a signature on a calculator, it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's like a pen on a calculator. Yeah, I remember those things well. Used to sign those for pairs of shorts. Uh, <laughs> not if it's another subpoena, really good line. Damn. Um, it's just I love the concept of an of an asteroid smasher combined with an HDTV obviously that's that's great. Um, really really good riff on
0: novelty technology.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah I, I thought that was that was pretty good like like a real like George Foreman grill era type technology. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> yeah, love I how love like that. when when they cut
1: away to the crew chilling it's just like in like a <laughs> shitty trap house looking living room. Like, it's like a fucking living room yeah. that it's like the living room that they that they filmed Chief Keef I don't like in, but it's just the C-Lab crew <laughs> fucking sitting there. Um, It's good. Um, I actually want to watch Sabado
0: Loco. Seems like a fun show. I watched that. Is that I feel like we we've seen that in a previous episode or am I completely making that up? I feel I like Sabado and Moy Loco, I remember that from something, but now I cannot put my finger on it.
1: Uh, I don't I don't think it was I think we've seen things to that effect, but I don't think we've seen that exact
2: thing in this show. But I was in the same area, to Grizzlebees. Yeah. yeah. In Spanish. He's like, what what are they saying? I don't know, they're speaking Spanish. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that was a, a great one. Um, I really like how I knew that there was a point in the series where they did this, and I'm really happy that we finally hit it where um, they ask Sparks how he paid for it, and he goes, "selling pot." That's, <laughs> it, that's <laughs> it, selling pot. <laughs> Probably the best line of the episode, if we're being honest. I
2: think, like, it, I, um, I yeah, love it I, wrote, I wrote that it, one down too. To, it, it's it's uh, a it's such a uh, like I don't know. It, it made me giggle because that's I don't I feel like it's it's clever. Not to over explain a simple joke but it's clever because like all the other times you're expecting him to like slowly give more information about it and this time it's just like no nah, just uh, just spot that's it and uh just funny because the show in one episode in a single episode is so like aware of its like ongoing jokes and then just like I don't, the, the quinn thing just still sends me that like the, the total stupid ending just makes me like cringe because season four is mostly moments like that.
1: I think not for nothing. I, I I really appreciate how dialed in the dialogue is in this show. It's just oh, like, yeah. the quickest. It's just the quickest and riffiest it's ever been. It's like they really are are playing the type of conversational jazz that that makes uh, that makes high comedy really really magical. And by that I mean like comedy that you consume when you're high on pot.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I thought you meant. Um yeah, sure. I was gonna say there's a good uh archer device, you know, the 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 cutaway to a um to like another person like like finishing the sentence. Uh but it's sort of like an inverted version of that when it cuts away to Quinn talking to the guy and just saying penis. Uh because it's like <laughs> it's like it, yeah, I hate that. It, Normally it's just like suggestive or like innuendo. And then this time they they're just like no, no suggestion or innuendo, just fucking straight on uh straight on fucking scene cut to to, to penis, um, which I thought was real stupid.
1: It was an Archer device, but prior to prior to that it was a Mel Brooks device. <laughs> so I, I really appreciate the the fact that they're using like really tried and true shit. Like I remember being However old I was when I watched all the Mel Brooks classics and being like, hey, "That's fucking so genius that they do that." And it's well, cool Mel Brooks is
0: ninety-five years old now. It's fucking crazy. Pretty
1: crazy.
2: Damn King. King. Yeah.
1: Damn King. Old King's gotta eat too. Only now he doesn't get to hang out with. It's. it made, it made me really sad when Carl Reiner died because I. I knew like from. The Seinfeld show, like how how good of a bromance Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner had. Like they would just like hang, they lived live next to each other and just hang out all the time. Yeah, the Seinfeld show. Cool. Yeah, the comedians in cars. <laughs> the, you know, the Seinfeld show after the Seinfeld show, after the Larry David show.
0: Spine fluid. fluid.
1: <clears throat> what? But, um, spine fluid. <laughs> uh, I really like Eggers as the sitcom dad. Um, yeah, I love the the inverted versions of the characters that exist on Space Lab and how oh they they all have just the inverted skin colors. Uh, <laughs> they do a lot of really insane stuff with race in this show. It goes without saying that just like
2: it's it it, it worked at the time. <laughs> I'll say that much. Yeah. I, now we now we now we pretend that that is the uh, defining characteristic of 100 of someone's human being. Like, we made a lot of progress in 20 years.
1: Uh, yes. Jesus. Uh, yes. Um, the Lenin callback is great.
2: I love uh, uh, yeah, I mean, love and what did they call him a
0: Nazi? <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, also, the 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 hot cha cha fucking seal slash outer whatever beat. it is, stinky feet is
2: Stink- is fantastic. Did you guys catch up? Um, the? Uh, he's part of the post credits, like the yeah, the credits yeah. rolled and it's Stinky Pete, and then it's two fake Adult Swim bumpers that nah, that right. It's good.
1: Um, I fucking I'm the the coma victim discourse in this. I I looked it up because I was curious. It I think that this might have been on the precipice of. I think this was when, like, the Terry Schiavo thing was definitely afoot, but it hadn't become, like, national news level discourse quite yet. I think it was yes. awfully uh, awfully timely a, of them no to five. be talking about a coma, coma victim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely... Completely
0: fucking repressed that out of my childhood. <laughs> I guess it wasn't even my childhood. I guess I was fucking 18. <laughs> Jesus <Yep>. Christ. <laughs> Pretty, still, still pretty, childhood, I guess. But yeah, it's still, still at a lot of levels, of childhood. Um, I feel like I've, I've really, somehow mentally linked the uh, was it Elian Gonzalez and uh, Terry Shavo in my head. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. It's,
1: it's probably because of Robot Chicken, <laughs> I think that Robot Chicken mashed those things up in some kind of meaningful way yeah. in the early episodes. Um, which man. We we got to put a pin in doing doing some sort of limited run Patreon fucking short short treatment of a of uh, of of the early Robot Chicken episodes because they're fucking insane. Yeah, that's a vibe. I want I want some Grizzlebee's onion wings. That's for God. sure.
0: So much. Um,
1: <laughs> but I can I can do I can do the next best thing later today when I I go. Uh, I go check out our second sponsor today, which is Hoots. Hoots, uh, if you're not familiar, is, uh, is a fast, casual version of Hooters. Nice. Because people enjoy, this is a real thing, I'm not doing it a bit, people, people enjoy the Hooters food so much that they were like, oh, well, we might as well capture the, the market segment of people who don't want to like look at look at boobs while they're eating this food. And um, my little slogan that I came up with for Hoots is get wings in your face without having things in your face. Uh, thank you.
2: Thank you.
0: I've been thinking about wings a lot because I think that they taste really good. Um, and I, I haven't eat. been to Buffalo Wild Wings since probably 2019, which sucks ass. Um, and I really yeah. just want to have a fucking bunch of boneless wings and a, a light beer on a fucking tap that hasn't been cleaned in nine years. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a
1: little slice of a little slice of paradise, yeah. right there. <laughs> a
0: little slice of paradise, and then just uh, what, what's that fucking soapy ass flavor they have, the lemon, uh lemon garlic or some shit
1: oh lemon lemon pepper whatever fucking shit so,
0: so fucking straight up uh, bottle of soap tasting fucking wing flavor
1: it's like a it's crazy that they picked that up because that flavor is like the the culinary <laughs> the culinary cornerstone of atlanta if you go to atlanta it's like all like all lemon pepper wings yes all the time um yeah no but i the grizzlebees stuff in this episode and whenever grizzlebees shows up it always makes me fucking hungry and the the wapcorn made me really hungry too yeah yeah <laughs> like, i
0: would i would love to have popcorn and whoppers that's like a hundred percent my fucking taste palette um yeah it's like
1: genius and it shows that it shows that tornado shanks is is fundamentally
0: good he's chaotic good but he's good Uh, nevertheless i was trying to figure out tornado shanks uh bald spot and if it's like it's like the weirdest comb over but also looks like there's a piece of like hair comb over going on or a piece of skin combed over it's the fucking strangest looking animation ever
1: it's a it's a very macabre comb over for sure (laughs) it's very cronenbergian skin skin flap comb over (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah i don't know this 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 was a, this was a great episode i actually really enjoyed it i'm like within the parameters of the show as we now know it i i feel like this was all all things considered pretty well executed and genuinely made me laugh quite a bit i'm like straight up fucking mad at how much i'm enjoying these early shanks episodes but i'm trying to savor it because i know that soon soon this shit will allegedly it probably become completely insufferable
0: so so far so far okay um, <laughs> yeah so maybe, far
1: okay that's what they say right yeah
0: that's the expression so far okay um the yeah i mean it might be just like some kind of cultural amnesia we have that will actually allow us to watch these fucking episodes uh with uh clear eyes full hearts can't lose you know
1: yo Sick, sick. Call back to this, this very crucial time. Um, thanks for joining us, everybody. We will, uh, we will see you, see you next time. Keep watching the show. Stay with us. Uh, stay in the trenches. Stay fucking true. Peace and love. Peace and love.